Ready for the interview And if you get a cue Live on the laptop Watch what I'm gonna do Welcome to the show Let them know we got a point of view Hey, yo Let's have a combo Say what you feel Be real, that's the motto Real talk pronto Doctor D, PhD Hit the intro Hold up, wait Gotta be social Network global Home for the locals Gotta be social Network global Home for the locals all right, child, we made it. And I've been looking forward to speaking <laughs> with you. I mean, you have a very interesting life. I think we've got to explore, you know? <laughs> um, I've tried very hard to make it an interesting life for myself. So, <laughs> I mean, how did that Thank come you. about? Like, how did you, like, did you always have this intention to kind of travel and do yoga, all this stuff? Um, my intention was more to make sure I was always excited about my life. Mm. Like I remember, I remember being in high school and thinking, whatever, I don't really care what I do as long as every step along the way, I'm excited about it. Okay. And then that's a decision maker. So if I like <laughs> have to choose between two different things, I'm like, which one am I more excited about? So it would basically come down to that. There wouldn't be other factors. You kept it pretty simple then. I mean, life can be kind of complicated, but like, um, when it feels complicated, I'll go back to something like that to help me move forward. I see. I, I like all those yeah. uh, guitars up there, by the way. I mean, that's really oh, beautiful. Thank you. Look at that. Thank you. We got one that is really pretty that is missing, and yeah. there's another another one over there. <laughs> Man, you okay. You have a lot of guitars. I have one behind me here. You can't see. <laughs> Wow. I feel like this is much. My brother has like 40. 40. That's insane. Maybe wow. more. Wow. We're not keeping count, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I came across you, I think, through your YouTube channel, actually. And uh, I'm doing a whole yoga month. So I'm talking to all these different folks who are into yoga and meditation, the whole thing. And I was like, wow, I really like this channel. And I was really taken by, I think, like the trailer of your channel. Mm. And he came on you speaking and the painting and all. And I said, wow, I, I got to learn about this person. I got to learn more about Cha. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'm glad that drew you in. Did you, um, did you, were you able to like figure out, because I do a lot of different things. So I'm curious yeah. from your first impression, like, well, like, there's a <laughs> music aspect here. There's like a music aspect here. I know this on Spotify. I saw this stuff. Then there's like the yogi aspect to it. And there's like painting. I think the, I think the painting caught me most because I don't talk to a lot of people, I think, who do that uh, as a creative who expression. Paint? Yeah, who paint. Like, I mean, I know mm -hmm. it doesn't like a lot of people paint, but like, I don't know a lot of people that paint. Sure. So I wonder like, where did this form of expression, is this something you've always done? And how does this come to you how do you decide what you want to do in that um what do you mean decide what i want to do how do you decide what you want to paint like how do you decide oh, cool. what comes to you with that cool um so i feel like painting started like in kindergarten mm -hmm. just art classes with finger painting and um i never really thought that much about it but like when I look back at my life, I'm like, yeah, wow, I was painting and I really liked art classes. And I was always at grandma's house. She'd give me a bunch of uh, construction paper and markers. So it certainly wasn't like as a kid that I was trying to grow up to be a painter. It's just that was like a I would doodle a lot in my notebook in class. Um, so there's, I guess, something that I enjoyed about holding something in my hand and making marks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then all the way up until college, I was in college 
and I would skip a lot of class to stay in my dorm and paint. But again, I wouldn't, if you asked me if I was an artist or a painter, I wouldn't have said yes. Hmm. I was more just like, I just doodling. Like I'm just in the mood to do this. Um, and I had like a growing collection of paintings around me and, and I just didn't even think of it. Like I was like, yeah, you can throw them away, whatever. There's just drawings, even though they were beautiful. <laughs> um, and I kind of forgot about it. And I, I built a career as a photographer. So it was still visual art. Um, and for one of my photo shoots, I went and buy, I bought a bunch of canvas and I decided to paint the backdrop myself. And so I went to the painting store and I just got like normal house paint to make a big pink backdrop to photograph models in front of. And I did that shoot and then I put that stuff in the back of my garage. And then maybe like six months later, I was hanging out with my friends in the basement. We were all like smoking together in the basement. And I just kind of wanted to do something with my hands. So I was like, oh, look, there's some paint here. And I just started fiddling around. And every time we'd go hang out in the basement, I would do a little painting for like 10, 20 minutes. And then after a week, that one piece of canvas was full. And I just threw it to the side. And I was like, oh, there's some there's some wood, some construction wood. So I brought that over. So I started painting on planks of wood, um, drywall, just whatever was in the garage. And then my friends who were in the basement with me were like, that's actually pretty good. And I was like, nah, whatever. I, like, I don't want to do this. It's, it's just a hobby. It's just it's silly. Um, but then I started a routine. So every morning I would wake up and I'd have a cup of tea and I'd go paint in the garage for 30 minutes. Uh, and then I'd say goodbye to my husband and he'd go to work and, and then I'd go to work too. And so it started with me really just making a mess and it stayed that way. Um, it's just that as I've practiced, as I've done it, I'm better. I, I make prettier messes. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. um, I don't go into it at all. Like I'm going to make a painting. I want it to look like this. It's it's um, from the beginning. It's just been because it feels good. So it's like literally like, ooh, pink is pretty. I'll just yeah. put it on the, and then I'll be like, Oh, what looks nice with pink? Oh, blue looks nice. Oh, that doesn't look nice. Cover that up. And that's it until I, I wait for this feeling where I look at it and I'm like, Oh, I like all of it. Cool. Hmm. And next. Um, and then I, I've seen trends. Like I really love when I'm playing with the rainbow and I really love playing with sunsets or landscapes of the sky and the colors in the sky. So that's about as much, planning as I have when I go into it she's like I'm gonna I saw a pretty sunset last night so I'm gonna use some of those colors that I saw in the sunset and then when I start to put the paint on the canvas it's really not a lot of thinking it's just it's, uh I think like anybody who specializes in something you just start to have an intuition of like this goes with this and so I paint from intuition um and quickly so, so I'll make a whole page and quickly. Yeah, like I really love painting with a timer or with an audience so that there's that extra little bit of pressure so I don't have time to like doubt myself and be like, I don't think it's good. I should stop. Like, no, you got to finish. There's a timer. Yeah. Um, so it helps me get through any blockages that would come up. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of the painting story. I think the painting thing is just, for me, it's fascinating because it's like, something i just i don't do yeah um it's like very far away from i guess my version of artistry 
of that. You know, it's like, I don't feel like, like I like when people are doing things that I don't do or that maybe I'm not pulled towards. I'm curious about that. But like you said, like, you just like, you just go with it. You get, you, you feel the feeling. Like I feel that like when I, I've been in fitness for 22 years and like the moment I started training people 22 years ago, it felt like what you said. I was like, Oh, this, this, this is easy. Like, this is like, just like, I just do this. I don't have to think about it. It just, it comes to me. This is almost this automatic nature to it. That it, It's interesting that that goes through different things that people are, in, the different art that people are into. Is your music like this? Similarly, do you approach it the same way? My music is very different. It's, um, I've been lately I've been thinking about it like the the art and the music are able to tap into different parts of my myself. Uh the music touches a lot deeper into um I use it a lot more for <laughs> they're both healing, like making art is healing. Music is more of the like the surgery part. Like I'm gonna dig down, I'm gonna feel the things I don't really wanna feel, I'm gonna say the things that I need to say. I feel shy to use my voice. So I got to overcome that. And like, it's vulnerable to let everybody see that it's really like deep work. And then I go paint and I just like play and make a mess. And so I, they go together really nicely because if I only paint, then after a couple of weeks, I'm like, wow, I'm kind of just like playing on the surface. Like I'm having fun, but I'm not like facing my issues. And if I just make music for weeks and weeks, I'm like, I haven't had any like fun, fun. Uh, so an, an ideal day is that they actually go side by side. Like I'll paint for 30 minutes, be playful and light, and then deep dive into music. Um, and like they both, it's kind of like a yin yang. There's a little bit of both of those. Like sometimes when I'm making music, I'm having a lot of fun. And sometimes when I'm painting, I like go into a deep, dark feeling too. Mm. But But it's more, they balance each other really well that way. Yeah. yeah. Where does yoga fit into that? Uh, yoga is the foundation underneath all of it. So in order for me to, um, like just my physical body, to be in my body, I create from being in my body. Like if I'm really in my head, I'm just thinking lost in thoughts, worries, stress, ideas, planning. I'm not going to be able to really make art um, that like goes to that depth. So in that daily routine, that's where the yoga would come first. So first doing breathing and movement to bring my awareness into my body. Once I'm in my body, I can see actually what's going on and what do I feel? Uh, what colors do I want to play with? What sounds do I want to play with? And that all emerges from me versus like imposing it from on top. So yeah. how is that, which, which I think is an interesting transition is to the online environment. We talked about all three of these things and how does that transition into say your YouTube channel and how that comes across the creation of this technology with your art, how have those things merged together to continue mm -hmm. kind of the philosophy you have about all of it? Can you, uh, yeah, say it again. I, I understand it, but I just like people. I know, right? This it's like a it's a like you're creating physically. 
I'm, I'm, I'm going to freeze. I'm going to rephrase how I'm thinking about this too. You're creating physically, you know, with the paint, you're making music, you're doing yoga. How does this translate to an online environment where hmm. maybe a lot of these things you're doing, maybe just yourself, but now it's for other people to consume. Hmm. How is that different for you? Like, how does it feel different? Yeah, because like- you're like, you're made, like when I saw your trailer, I was taken by it, by the voice, the sound, the images. Do you plan, do you plan for that? Like how that comes across online or you're like, I'm just doing this and whatever I put out mm-hmm. there is what I put out there for it. That one. <laughs> <laughs> that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't. I find a lot more pleasure in getting to just be myself, say whatever's on my mind. Mm-hmm. Like I'd rather, I'd rather just click record and say whatever comes out than sit there and plan. Um, because um, well, like you said, like having a conversation with someone, I think about when I'm on the internet, I'm having a conversation with everyone who's there mm. and I don't want to give a lecture. I want to give a conversation and sometimes I give a monologue, but it's not like, this is my perfect script. It's just, would you like to listen to me express my thoughts for a moment? Like here they are as they come. Yeah, I get that. Honestly, that's what drew me on there. I was like, this is different than some of these other channels I see. Not good. Not like, Oh, this is bad. It's not like that. It's just like, there was something there's, there's a pull that you have. It's hard to describe what it is, though. That's the mm. thing. How about my best guess? Because I, I know what you're talking about. I'm really comfortable with being uh, really real with humans. Mm. So I'm not connecting with people on the surface. Like, uh, I'm. I'm in, that's all the yoga. This is the yoga foundation. Like I'm comfortable facing the deepest, darkest, scariest shit in my life. And I'm comfortable sitting with somebody else while they go through that too. Yeah. So when it comes to being with another human, like that's how I want to connect. I want to connect at that deep level where um, it's really raw. It's like, I'm a little speck of consciousness in a giant universe and I'm scared about it, but I'm also excited about it. Mm-hmm. Y- you too. <laughs> yes like all the stories of like i grew up in michigan and i did no 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 <laughs> that's not interesting at all like all of that fades away um and it's it's like the yoga is is the practice of shedding off all of those layers and stories yeah. of school and until you get to that little speck and because i love being there i think that's what everybody craves so it's a space where i'm like come be just like really 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 real yeah, for sure. I, it's I almost got this thing too. It's like, like with your channel, I feel like you're just you're not doing it for some other alternative reason. Like it feels like, well, yep, I'm gonna post when I want to post, and I'm really not on a schedule for this, and I'm not trying to create like a thirst trap for this. I'm just gonna do it whenever I feel like it, and it's gonna come together, which is which is actually refreshing. Because I think it's very easy to get caught in a cycle in something like that to go, well, now I have this followership or subscribership and I need to cater to this. 
I need to keep this going so that it continues to grow. I don't feel like that's the vibe you're going for at all. Totally. Um, you're completely correct. That vibe <laughs> feels gross. <laughs> like, does anybody want that? I think a lot of people want that. I think there's a lot of people who are sacrificing their how they actually want to be to be something else for the benefit that they think that's going to provide. I think they'll be unhappy in the end. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> and then they can come and be like, all right, well, now you just want to be real. Okay, cool. I'm happy. Yeah. To hear. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I've been through, I've been playing in the online world for like over a decade. And so I've been through those phases. Like I know what it feels like in my body to do a video that feels faked and planned and scheduled. Mm. And so that's back to the yoga. Why you do yoga first before you go make art and before you go do videos <laughs> is so you can actually feel your body. Um, and but like, I'm very, very sensitive in my body. So the minute I click record on a video, I can feel contractions of subtle muscles, um, little flutters of energy, like all through my body that will communicate like, nope, you're not being real, shut it off. Or, ooh, this is like, I can feel an opening of energy and flow and then the words start to flow. So I'm looking for a feeling of opening, not closing mm -hmm. in, in life. But then that's what I bring to the online and the video too. Yeah. Um, so it's like you're creating and then there's a little bit of like consciousness hovering to check and be like, do you feel like you're in flow right now? And if you're not in flow, then what are you doing? Turn off the camera until you get in flow and then go back. I'm telling um, you, that's a different mentality than a lot of people. I'm, <laughs> I promise you, I promise you, it's a different mentality. The most, it's very unique. It's very unique, but that's, that's the pull. I think when another human can pull another human, when they go, you fascinate me, or I got to, I got to learn about this more. There's something beautiful about that. Just mm -hmm. you, you have that. There's something there where it's just hard to, it's like, okay, I'm going to follow this. I'm going to just, you know, and I don't know. I just say, Hey, I'm going to reach out. Hey, you want to chat about like basically you? <laughs> <laughs> What about you when you go to do your videos and stuff? How do you feel? Like, what feeling are you going for? Well, you know, it's, I, I am not like this uh, glossy type of, hey, let's put this out and make it like, I don't like go and go, I got to edit this and make this feel like it is what it is. The conversation you and I are having, it is as is when it comes out. Even if it's awkward, if it's amazing or not, it is what it is type of thing. And so I just like, I just like to let my conversation with people be out there in the world mm. and whatever happens, happens with that. Um, and we'll just, we just see how it goes. But I, 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 it's like with my conversations, I don't have questions for people You know, I don't have topics. I prefer, I prefer to just do like most humans have done forever. It's like, I don't know you, <laughs> you don't know me. There may be some awkwardness, but I'm trying to figure out about you. You know, mm -hmm. life is not a script to me. So why would I bring a script <laughs> to a life event? I don't know. <laughs> I understand that. Totally. You know, like, how do you oh, feel there's when the 10 questions I wanted to ask you. I don't know. <laughs> how do you feel um, your life has changed from doing the podcast? I feel like it's just like a great education, like uh, 
a non-formalized education. And I put that mm -hmm. on the description of my show. This show was basically about me and about me learning about other people. If you want to, you know, listen in, great. That's you can come on the journey, too. But <laughs> I feel like it's okay. just more of like I like to consume what other people are thinking. Totally. You know, I think that's kind of how I make my videos, too. It's just like I'm painting. You can watch. Yes. That, you know what? That's it. That's it. That's the connection. That's what pulled me. I was like, oh, th that's what I do. I'm like, well, I just kind of hear from me. So <laughs> I'm actually mm -hmm. not trying to make, you know, some, I'm doing this to better the world. Listen, I want a better world, but like mainly it's about my personal thing. Like <laughs> I want to grow. So if you want to grow with me, come, you know, come on, <laughs> you know, type of thing. Totally. Totally. That's where I feel a lot of freedom because then you're not like, I need to create this. You're just like <laughs> every day for myself. It's like, it's a good day if I wake up just excited to be like, what do I get to learn or what do I get yeah. to create? And I notice a lot more stress if I wake up with this feeling of I have to create something mm. or a particular thing. So I've tried to create in everything I do a, a structure that allows a lot of free flow. Like if I, I can commit to show up every day at 11 AM, but I don't know what I'll be doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a nice balance of structure and flow. Okay. Yeah. Without the structure, it's just like a little too chaotic. That's right. Um, but with too much structure, there's no magic. So. Well said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, do, do, when people meet you, what do they think about you when they meet you? Because I had a definite feeling about you when we turn on the camera and start talking. I'll tell you, but I want to know what other people think about you. I meet a lot of people. So there's a lot of different reactions based on who those people are when they see me, like we're all like kind of mirrors of each other. Right. So, um, sometimes people meet me and it's always really sweet when we're like, we're the same. Yes. <laughs> That's fun. Um, a lot of people I meet who are older than me since I was a child, it's been consistent. They're always just like, wow, you're really mature or like, they see a lot of wisdom um, and they encourage that. That's older people. Um, and lately I've been meeting a lot of older people and it's whatever I'm doing is reinvigorating them. So it's bringing a lot of youthful energy back to them and they appreciate that. And, and the people who are younger than me, uh, there's a lot of people like the, even just like meeting them in person, there's like an energy of, it can go from like curiosity because they're so eager to be like, I want to do what you're doing. Like, wow. And they look up to me or they sometimes it borders on worship, like, which can be uncomfortable. Um, and then there's always, obviously tons of people who don't like me at all. Like <laughs> I'm a lot, I'm a lot of intense energy for them. Interesting. Um, and a lot of people who I, I, I do my best to keep my energy separate go on separate paths from a lot of people who completely disapprove of what I do. Um, and so the people who I cross paths with generally, I'm intentionally when I interact with people trying to be calm and grounded and kind and uh, bring like a, a very like calm, wise energy. 
So that's reflected back. People are like, you're so calm and wise and very beautiful and magical. And I'm like, thank you. I'm doing, I'm doing it on purpose because it feels good. Um, uh, people are usually surprised because I'm really real in person or online. Like, I'm, It's like, that's how I want to interact with people. So I like, op- I like open up a door to be like, how real do you want to be with me? Because I'll go all the way mm. with like a stranger. Um, that's it. That was my feeling. That was it. That was it. Because, I mean, listen, I mean, I'm doing 550 of these. I mean, it's a lot of people to talk to. And everybody, and they come on the camera, they're presenting something. Everybody's presenting something. And when we got on, I was like, there's something different here. <laughs> I was like, and it was that. I think it was that. It was like, here I am. <laughs> like, where do you want to take this? that's what I felt initially. I like that. I think that's really good. There's something very grounding about that. And I sensed uh, like peace, peacefulness, which I also think is actually very rare to meet in a person. Peacefulness. Yeah. It's a good thing. But that's an intensity, though, that can be taken for something else. By other people, you can't be peaceful. I mean, it's, you know, it's like they can take that somewhere else for some reason, you know. Totally, which is nice because to be at peace when everyone gets to react however they want, you just watch them react around you. Right. <laughs> like, at any moment when you want to sit down with me, we're I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I hear the word transparent a lot. Mm. People say I'm transparent which I've seen in myself since I was a teenager. And I think. Was that weird though at that age to be like that? Yeah. I mean, I didn't feel weird because at that age I was really, um, what's the word? It it was like, it was, it came naturally to me to be this transparent and I believed in it. I believed it was the right way to go. So I was just very convicted. So I, I don't remember feeling weird because I felt very empowered by my conviction. Um, yeah, I think it was only maybe as an adult that I started to be like realizing that it was weird for people. <laughs> and so I, in my like mid twenties, I went through a little bit of a like, Oh no, I'm weird. Or I'm like really special. Everyone would tell me I'm special. I hear the word special so much. Mm. You're so special. You're so special. And it really started to bother me. I was like, I don't want to be special. <laughs> It's like a, it's like a Harry Potter movie or something. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to be special. <laughs> um, so that's actually like that's that's been interesting to try and understand what that means and how to live with that. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's very obvious to me. Like, there's like this intensity. It's like I, you know, when people are gonna like like watch this, I definitely watch this one <laughs> like <laughs> it's okay to listen but i would say watch this one especially because the watching underlies the intensity i think <laughs> i think like you bring intensity without trying to bring it like it's like there and it's like i don't think i'm into <laughs> i know but it's it's like a different intensity it's not like when somebody comes like woo yeah you know it's like or they're pumped up it's like a simmering intensity Mm-hmm. Like, of uh, there's, there's mm-hmm. just it's hard to put, you know, to define it. 
but like there's something there. It's almost like, hey, listen, you want to ask me something? Okay, I'll tell you the very, very, very truth about it. I will not sugarcoat this. That's the intensity I'm talking about. Mm. Yeah, that's good. I like that. That's what I would, that's what I'm cho- choosing to do. So I'm glad that yeah. it felt. Yeah. Um, that's what I want from other people. Like golden rule. Yeah. But now, but do you find that other people struggle with that with you to re- to reciprocate that? If I'm alone with a person, they will almost always open up beyond what they've ever opened up before. Mm. Um, and they're usually surprised. Mm. So they're usually like, I've never shared this with anybody yeah. for decades. Like, I don't know why I'm sharing this with you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I do because it's that you feel <laughs> safe right now. It's like the first time you felt safe to share it so yeah. um yeah and it's a really beautiful practices, thing like the practices you're doing of of yoga music painting help fuel this feeling that you have or this how you want to be in that intensity yeah they all are part of a very intentional like lifestyle that i've mm. crafted so I feel nothing I'm doing is um, like mindless or mm. uh, just because I've always done it. Like I'm very scrutinous. This is where the intensity comes in. Like a lot of people, I think, would they're surprised when they actually find out how I live. Like on YouTube, you see me doing all the art and the yoga, but what do I do behind the scenes? And it's a lot of meditating and analyzing and like looking at every minute in my day and how it's spent, but not in a like wall street way. Like how are we spending our time cram in everything and be productive? I don't mean it like that. It's like really energetically feeling like this is the only amount of time that you have. Mm. So if you, if you have an hour to spend after work, that's it. You got one hour of random time. Are you going to spend it on guitar practice or singing practice? or painting or taking a walk or like it's like really feeling the weight of it and understanding how it builds um so it's it's the beginning of the year so I'm, I'm thinking like this like during this year if I choose my free hour each day just hypothetically if I had one free hour if I invested it in guitar then by the end of the year my guitar skills will have improved so much but if I spend that one hour singing, my singing will have improved that much. And it's like, okay, now like feel in the body, like which of those skills do I really want to change? And do I, does one of them win or is that, am I focusing on the wrong thing entirely? Like maybe that one hour should be spent on a phone call to my friends so to deepen my friendships. So I, I spend like not overthinking or wasting my time, but like dedicating time to reflect on it and so that when I go to practice guitar or call friends or whatever I understand the deeper reason um and I'm doing that like across the board like even the people I hang out with I'm looking at like what are they adding to my life and and then crafting my friend group like I need to spend less time with this person more time with this person and it's not about like you're not good enough it's whatever you are is not helping me move in the direction I want to go. And this person is, so I'm going to start reaching out to them more, even though our friendship is really new. I'm going to start building that. So I, I craft everything. And that's where 
people are like, that's in, that's intense. I don't want to do that. And I'm like, well, that's, fine. <laughs> that's, that's why I'm like, I'm very at peace because I understand each part of my life and how it's all fitting together. And that's it's each fitting is. together for a feeling of peace. Yeah. I want to feel peace and I want to feel free. So every part of my day is created to give that feeling. This is, this makes a lot of sense now. You know, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. Uh, you threw me off in the beginning. Like it just threw me off. And, and I now know why. Because I was looking, this is going to sound weird. I'm like, oh, that's how I am. <laughs> <laughs> like when you start talking about the friendship and everything, I was like, oh, that's exactly how I view that. You know, the time I give, and I dedicate to my podcast or my exercise, the time with my family, like I look at it exactly the that way like how does this continue to grow me and and the pause that's it's the mirror type of thing when you don't often see something like yourself it's weird mm. it's strange because i remember when i was in high school i had an intensity that was very different than the intensity of most other people that i knew so it made me weird to other people but like I imagine you, you're thinking this way. Were you thinking like this when you were a teenager? And, Absolutely. Right. Okay. So uh, that's strange. It, it was so less mature. It's version. less mature, but you had a way about you that probably was very odd to a lot of other people. <laughs> right. I did yeah. too. I did too. Like, and so that's what I think what like, I was like, wait a minute, there's something <laughs> here. And now this, what it is. The intensity is very similar. I'm, I mean, I'm not a painter. You know, um, I, I have made music before. I've done yoga. But I feel like my art is very similar to your art and the approach mm -hmm. to it. The intensity you, is the Do you connection. feel like the, the different things that you're doing are feeding different parts of you yes. and playing in? Yes. Um, like different. I, do you know what internal family systems is? What is that? It's a model of therapy internal family systems it's spreading very quickly right now because it's getting mm. on podcasts and okay. everything it's an entire beautiful um world to research but yeah. internal family internal family systems um once you get into it it kind of becomes a whole lens of how you see the world and it's very intuitive and natural so it's it, it's like do you know maslow's hierarchy of needs of course, or yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like one of those things where you're like, oh, this is very natural. Like this makes sense in my body. And now someone just gave me an explanation for mm -hmm. it. So internal family systems is a way to realize that we have all these different parts of us. And most people really connect with this. Some people don't, but most people do. And so for me, there's a part of me that loves painting and she doesn't really care about music that much. Mm. She loves to dance to music, but she doesn't want to make music. Yeah. And then, and then the part of me who makes music is a totally different personality. Like they want to wear different clothes. They want to hang out in different places. Um, and same with the yoga. And so like um, to flesh that out a little bit, the painter in me is very girly and sensual and wants to wear flowery clothes or be naked and uh, play with colors. And the musician part generally tends to be a little bit more edgy and wants to wear black clothes and heels and, uh, more nightlife energy. And then the yogi is way more like guru who just wants to like be like in flowy clothes mm -hmm. in the jungle. And all of these 
personalities are completely authentic to me. And when I was in my 20s, I would feel very torn and confused. And I wondered if something was wrong with me. Because I was like, on Monday, I woke up wanting to be like a rock star. Tuesday, I wanted to make paint messes in the garage. And Thursday, I wanted to go out on a yoga retreat and didn't want to do art or be online. Like, what is happening? And there's also a part of me that wants to be a housewife and wants to work in the garden. And there's another part that like wants to be totally single and wild and free and just travel the world. And, and these are all super valid and real. And so I have basically, I've gotten to know each of these parts so that they feel like they belong. And then I help them talk to each other so that they collaborate and they stop fighting for attention. Um, and, and right now I'm really strengthening them as a team. So it's that integration of y'all share a YouTube channel. You all get to show up. Is there a way you can actually help each other rather than trying to take over? Mm. So that, that's where, if you look at my videos, that's that <laughs> on the, on the surface, you're like, wow, this girl's making painting music yoga videos. But for me, my, my experience when I wake up in the morning is like, damn, I really want to paint and make music and do yoga. How do I do it all? Well, what if I have a camera filming me doing yoga on top of my paintings while I dance to my own music? Everybody happy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then the parts of me will be like, yeah, I feel like I got to participate. So that model, it's called internal family systems because you're realizing you've got a family of individuals inside of mm. you that yeah. are trying to get along. And if you were the parent and there were a bunch of kids, you wouldn't be like, well, these are the kids I feed and those ones I starve. Right. Like, like you have to, if you have 10 kids, you got to take care of all of them somehow. And um, it encourages creativity. So uh, that, that internal family systems is really how I've found a lot of peace. Like before that, I was very stressed because I'd be like, oh, I should do music. Oh, I should do painting. Ah, ah, ah. And the minute I combine them, I felt peaceful and then I was able to show up with this peaceful and energy and my YouTube channel and all my business started to grow. Yeah. But it didn't grow until I integrated. It's very interesting. It's, um, there's a lot of synergy with this because I feel like for myself, like I have this very, very serious side, like very serious and super responsible. And then I have like this very like more wild side and more like I love to party and hang out and like, you know, and then it's just more like a, a connector side. I just want to connect other people to each other. You know, and I have this very, I was just talking to my mom about this. Like I have this very chatty side and this very mm -hmm. alone side at the same time. Mm -hmm. And those people played it. You know, I have, I'm always figuring out how to, when do I want to be alone and when do I want to chat with people? You know, mm -hmm. how, how does this, how do I work with the, with this? Because you know, some people can be very just like, just want to talk all the time. Like that wears me out. Mm -hmm. But then I like to do that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Totally, right? Sometimes you then you're like, you be alone. stop talking, but I totally get it. Yeah, you're right. And then it's like, I want to be alone, but like, I don't want to be alone all the time. I mean, it's like, it's, it's like this juggling these different people. And mm -hmm. so, so that, that there's an intensity to that. Mm. That is very difficult to manage sometimes. Totally. Uh, with that you know so like i think that's i see that intensity in you but i see it in me but i also i see the peacefulness in you because i i feel very much at peace like all the time like i just Hell yeah. i just feel very peaceful so when i when i bring myself to these discussions it's just like 
this is just me here you know it's like <laughs> hello you know there's, right. there's no fake host you know like trying to do this for something that's just like it's just me and you here like i hope i'm gonna be me i hope you're gonna be you <laughs> like, right. it's really I hard for people be to be themselves yeah i think sometimes people are having a hard time even being themselves when they're alone and it's because they're uncomfortable in their body alone being yourself that's a different deal. I mean, that's different. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I mean, expand I upon that. I would like, like, you're by yourself. I mean. Yeah. So a lot of people are afraid of themselves. Or they're yeah. afraid of what's inside. Because they're hanging out, like, uh, in the roles that they're used to. Uh -huh. And so even if they're alone... Like if they start to sink deeper into who they are, they're like, ah, shit, that's scary. Give me something like a drink mm, or a coffee. Yeah. Like you're alone, you're alone, but what's in your hand? A coffee, a cigarette, a joint, mm -hmm. like a television remote. Like what do you, what's in your hand to keep you company? Cause you're not actually by yourself. Mm. That's like, can you sit alone? Like just sit. That's like the getting into the meditation. Right. Um, and when, when, and this speaking for myself, the, the peace that I can reach now is because when I truly sit alone and I can feel the discomfort and the desire to run away, but to stay, then it's like, <laughs> it's like somebody who's, who's gone to war and seen it all. Like you've seen it all. So nothing scares you anymore. So it's doing that inside yourself. Yeah. Being really at peace with yourself. Um, that's like when I when I'm saying when people when I'm with people and they'll open up. If someone doesn't open up, it's very obvious to see like, oh, they're like avoiding because they don't want to go somewhere. Yeah, they're afraid of that thing inside themselves. It is and obvious. It's so, isn't it? it's so mm -hmm. obvious. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so beautiful and relaxing and refreshing to sit across from somebody that's like, I'm comfortable with all of it, and yeah. so you get to actually have the deepest connection, like we just want connection, right? So we, we connect at the surface, it's not really that satisfying. But the deeper we go, connecting deeper and deeper is more satisfying. So if you can get all the way down to that very, very base layer, that like, I am a little speck of consciousness. Yeah. And if you can both be there, you're like, cha-ching! Yeah. Best connection ever. I tell you what's interesting. This I've found from talking to so many people. I mean, you're talking a lot of people is, you know, a lot of people are playing a character there's some character they're playing and what's interesting i've had a lot of guests on who are like in uh sex-based industries and stuff like that and i'll listen to what like maybe other media they've been on or the show they're doing and it's like wow this is kind of wild you know like and then when they get on with me i'm like why are you being so conservative <laughs> like wait is was that a show i've told people that i'm like you're not like the thing i heard like, who is that person? Who is this person? I, I want the same. Who is that person? Like, I've told people that. I felt like I wanted this person. Is that a character or no? Like, they're always thrown off by that. I'm just like. What are they wanna, saying? They're just like, well, I, yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's like, it feels like they're doing it for the likes. They're doing it for the publicity. I'm like, but if you're a freak, just be a freak. Like, <laughs> like, like. Like, don't do it for the, the gram or whatever. Like, just do it in right in front of me, too. Like, you know, like, because mm -hmm. I'm going to be I'm going to bring you the me myself. Like, 
So do you think people are holding back in front of you? Yes. Or they're putting, yeah. Yes. I think sometimes they are. And I'm like, listen, I, I don't want that. Like, I want you to be, listen, if you're crazy, just be crazy. With, you know, it's like, <laughs> like <laughs> if you're nasty, just be nasty. You know what I mean? Just, I'd rather see that than something you think I want to see. Like, how do you know what I want to see? Like, just be yourself. Totally. Just like where I'm. I feel like I'm always trying to figure that out in people. I'm like, mm. what's is this a character, or is this like this the the that that level that you're talking yeah. about? You know, yeah. Like you, like when we got on with you. I was like, oh, I don't have. There's no bullshit here. Any, so we can get past that. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. We can bypass the bullshit and just get to the real stuff. You know, that's all I want to do. I want to get past that part, you know? Yeah. I'll refer back to that internal family systems I was mentioning. Yeah. Because the the language that we use for that is that there's a part of those people, of us, everybody has people, we have parts that are protectors. Yeah. And so a lot of the time, most of the time when we interact with people in the world, we're interacting with the parts of them that are their protective parts. Yeah. And the questions you can ask that really like shine the spotlight are like, what are you protecting? Yeah. Or what are you afraid of is going to happen? Yeah. And if there's that answer, you're like, you get to actually make progress with them rather than feeling like you're hitting a wall. Yeah. yeah. Because then you're meeting, like if, if, if they're in this role of being a protector and you're like, are, you know, what, what are you afraid of? Or what are you protecting? If they're willing to share with you, yeah. then you actually make progress. Um, that's how you do it internally too. If you feel protective behavior, like let's say you smoke cigarettes or something, if you're alone because you're uncomfortable, then start the conversation with yourself. What are you afraid of? I'm afraid of being alone. Why? Yep. What's uncomfortable? Why? And you just have a whole dialogue. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, to bring to bring that all back, I think because your whole month is about yoga, right? It's all about yoga. So yeah. like all of this work. Like for anyone who's listening, it's like being able to tap into the art or anything uh, about these protective parts or parts of your personality. It all starts with being able to actually feel what's going on inside of you. Yeah. And um, yoga is a very large path, but most people are just thinking about yoga poses. So that's a, that's a first step to start. Like just start doing yoga poses and it brings body awareness. And then from there, so much can blossom. But the body is where you have to start because you were born into a human body. So you got to yes. work with that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You can't yes. like avoid it. <laughs> like while I'm here, I'm going to like use the mind, but avoid the body. I'm like, you literally, the body is the whole experience. But that, that happens all here. the time, child. <laughs> People always avoid yeah. the body. That's a constant uh, issue in our society. People are always yeah. avoiding their bodies. They're like, mm -hmm. eh, I'm going to do this other thing instead. You know, it, it, they're looking to feel good or look like whenever I'm avoiding my body, I'm trying to figure something out mm. versus versus stop figuring it out and listen to what the body is saying. The body's already figured it out. Like the body has the answers. The mind, this is how I see it. The mind is a part of the body that's designed to listen to the signals coming from the body. Mm -hmm. And so if I have a problem in life, if I use the mind and just like try and figure it out, I'm forgetting the body, which means I've just shut off the source of all the information. <laughs> and then I'll come up with some idea and then I'll implement 
And then at some moment, the body will be like, that's not the right thing. And then you'll yeah. start to feel stressed and explode. So I've been really practicing that lately. I'll ask myself, like, am I trying to figure something out right now? Total waste of time. No need to spend any energy <laughs> in life figuring things out. It's way better to just meditate and ask my body, ask the body, what should I do right now? And an answer will come. <laughs> but you have to you have to know how to listen to your body. So Correct. yoga teaches you you're, you're you learn how by doing things like yoga. You can do other things too, but like practices where you close your eyes and you be still and you listen for subtle signals is teaching you the language of the body. Like um teaching learning to speak English or French, learning to speak music, learning to speak the language of the body. It's a language. That's yeah. Uh, and it's a very mystical language. Um, doesn't have words. It's like talking to aliens in space and they're just like, <laughs> beep, beep, boop, 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 boop. but that's like the body that we're in. Like literally we can like learn how to understand all these little like twitches and things and it's communicating. You know, what's funny yeah. when like, with, you know, I'm 44. I mean, who knows? I, it's funny if you were like, we were like the same age in high school and you were talking to me like this, I'd be like, wow, that's interesting. Like, I don't like, I'd be very pulled towards it. <laughs> but I also know there will be a lot of people to be like, no, <laughs> this yes. is not sounding like a 16 year old. <laughs> you know, Right. The beautiful thing that makes me feel a lot of joy is that it's people who are rejecting what I'm saying. All it takes is just a little tiny little bit of willingness to like sit with me. Like, let's just sit together. Yeah. Let's stop. Let's stop talking about these ideas if these ideas are pushing you away. And to just be able to sit with another human, which is why I like being yeah. a yoga teacher. Yeah. Because I'm like, everyone just shut up. <laughs> sit, sit together and feel what happens. When humans sit together, it's like, ooh. Yes. Yes. But people, I think they have to do something with other humans. Like, it's pretty rare that someone's like, hey, would you like to come over and sit together? <laughs> not talk, not do anything, just sit with me. And my best friends, my best friends do that. So it's such a gift. And it's always like a little awkward for the first second when they're like, hey, do you want to sit together? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. And then you just feel the energy go down. I'm like, oh, that's that connection of that spark. Like somebody actually had the guts to literally just be with yeah. me. It's intense. Um, that's a, it's intense. I think it's a yeah, secret to life. Intense. It's a, this is a very, this is a different intensity of conversation. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> I also can't get over the fact that you look exactly like one of my really good friends. Her name is Cassandra McCartney. I'm going to tell her, you guys look like very similar. Like it's crazy. It's <laughs> cool. You can send me like a very picture. similar. <laughs> Isn't that weird when someone says you look like someone else? Cause then if you see them, you're like, will I think that I look like them? I know I did this with somebody else in my exactly. show not that long ago. And I had to prove it to them. Cause they were like, really? You think so? And I was like, I'll send you a picture of this person after the podcast. And I sent it to her and she was like, Whoa, <laughs> was like, <laughs> it's creepy like, when you're whoa. like, someone looks like me. It's like almost like there's ownership. Like I own my face. How can you have it? How too? could you own it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, because you don't own this. This is just a formula that popped out. There's some weird article that came out not that long ago about doppelgangers. And like, mm. you know, people say like, oh, you kind of look like someone else. And it was the research behind how like there's some shared ancestry behind doppelgangers for that. Mm. And it was and it showed all these pictures of these people who look so similar. It was weird. Wow. 
And I was like, yeah, I know a lot of people like that. I was like, honestly, I don't know anybody that looks like me. I never seen anybody that looks like me. But, you know, if you see somebody that looks like me, somebody tell me because I haven't seen it. <laughs> it's like that when you do the DNA test to find out your ancestry. But you're like, I only want to hear back about the doppelganger. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> send me a doppelganger tree. <laughs> yeah, take away the bad stuff. Just give me like all the like amazing lineage I have. Like, <laughs> only the geniuses and really good looking people. <laughs> right. I mean, if you're you know, listen, you go back far enough. There's going to be some psychos in there, maybe. Right. <laughs> like, you know. It's distributed between all of us. It's just the, you know, it's just the median. Everything's coming back. It's statistically probable that. Not everybody's amazing. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, but you know? deep down, everybody's the same deep, deep down, which is deep down, deep down. Yeah, it's it's just a different intensity of conversation, which I like. But on the other hand, I'm not used to mm. because it's just uh, it's, I don't want this to sound bad. It's just off putting, like in a weird, like in a good way. It's like because it's like, oh. You're not about that bullshit. Uh, like, like, <laughs> yeah, I do hear that from people too. I make yeah. people uncomfortable because if they're really not wanting to go there, it yeah. kind of puts them on the spot. Um, so that's something that I try and monitor yeah. to be like, oh, this is like, <laughs> there's a difference. There's a difference between like walking in and offering it as a gift. Sure. Like I'm super here if you want to connect. Mm -hmm. But when someone's like, I really don't, then it's actually very invasive to be like, I'm this open with you. And they're like, I don't want to go there. And then yeah. it's forcing that. Yeah. So sometimes in a, in a, when I'm not in my greatest mindset, I can feel frustrated. Like oh, mm. people won't meet me in the deeper, meaningful place. And they want to talk <laughs> about stupid stuff. But if I can be more patient in that moment, then it's like, they're just not ready. So I'll meet them where I can meet them. Like, let's talk about the weather. Isn't the weather actually beautiful? Yeah. Like clouds are amazing. Yeah. But then you can, it's fun. Then it's a fun game. Like, how do you bring depth? to someone who wants to meet you on a shallow level. And so like, if someone doesn't want to talk about their deep feelings, they just want to talk about clouds. They're like very cloudy today, huh? And then I'd be like, right. Do you know, like the shapes of the clouds in the sky? Like you want to talk about clouds? Let's talk about clouds. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and just, and never, oh, that's what I was like saying earlier about every minute in your day. Is it going towards what you really value? So I have like zero desire to have small talk. It's a fun game to be like, how do I turn that small talk into something actually meaningful? Yeah. At least for me, for me. Um, and, and then you like, you take something that could have been something worth complaining about dry and boring, but then you actually made it meaningful. Yeah. You remind me of a, a buddy of mine who actually is on my podcast every other week. We do like movie reviews just for fun and stuff like that. Yeah. This is the fun, playful thing for me, you know, but it's really just a cover for a deep, meaningful conversation. Uh, mm -hmm. like how these movies reflect on the human perform human experience. And uh, my friend, Simon, Simon, I know you're going to listen to this. He loves, he, he hates small talk with a passion. And he told me this story of like, when he was in Portland, like he hates small talk so much that he'll just go up to random people and go, when's the last time you've been in love? Like he just Beautiful. wants to skip over like, Hey, right? where are you from? What do you do for a living? He's like, he said, it's funny to do that because people were like so thrown off by it. Right. I totally do that. I do that too. And you know what? You learn all the details in the story. Like when you're like, when's the last time you fell in love? Well, back when I was in my hometown in Michigan. Yeah. Like you're like, so you're from Michigan. Cool. From Michi Keep going. Right. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. 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 You can get the small stuff through the big stuff, you know? Exactly. 
exactly. That's actually what my husband said when I started dating him. I was like, so what's your favorite color? What's your favorite food? And he's like, I don't want to answer questions like that. He's like, let's just go live life together and you'll figure that out on the way. Wow. And I was like, oh, he doesn't want to answer my question. <laughs> but then it made me think differently. I was like, okay, we're going to go like bowling. So what can I learn about him through bowling? What does he order at the restaurant? Mm. I have to watch. So like every time we go out, he orders lasagna. He mm. likes lasagna. Yeah. And then we spend a lot more time in silence instead of small talk. And it's all in retrospect. At the time, it was frustrating. But now <laughs> I'm like, now I'm like, wow, he really improved my observation skills <laughs> and made me realize that like you can learn about someone without asking them questions by watching yeah. them. And it actually, in a way, it really honors them because you're not kind of just tell me about you. Tell me about you. It's more like you're worth watching. Mm. Like you just do, you just do you and I'm going to watch. And if I have a question about it, I can dig deeper. Like how come you always order lasagna? I haven't figured that out yet. And then that feels so good. Cause they're like, how did you know I order, order lasagna? Yeah. You're like, I've been watching you. And they're like, you've been watching me. It's like, it's such a beautiful exchange. Yeah. This is this is great stuff, honestly. This is like really great <laughs> stuff, really amazing. You know what's funny? I was like, you know what? When um, like the camera went off and we had, you know, we got back on. I was like, this gave me a great idea. I'm gonna cut this into two episodes. Oh, cool. I, I, it would be interesting, I think, because there's so much depth to it that it may be interesting, kind of a part one, part two, kind Absolutely. of that. Because there's been a lot in this segment, <laughs> literally. <laughs> There's been a lot of depth and mm. intensity in that. And I just, I, I just want to tell you, I really value that. I really value that. And I have no clue what's going to happen when I get on here with anybody. I have, honestly, I just let it be what it's going to be. And uh, this has been intense in a very positive way. So thank you for inviting me to come on and share, making course. a space, uh, that's making a space that feels safe for me to share too. Yeah, because it goes the other, it goes the other way. Like sometimes if I show up on a show and someone else is reading a script and being stiff, then I almost want to comfort them. Be like, can you just like be here with me? You invited me on your show. Do you need you need some therapy right now? And so, uh, it's nice to just be able to jump in and just talk. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it is. It's nice, right? And it's, it's like I was trying to figure out what was going on in the beginning? No lie. I'm like, what's going on here? Like, seriously, what is happening? And I'm trying to put my finger on what is this intensity I'm experiencing? And then through the course of us talking, it made sense to me. Like, that's the best. I wonder if people watching will feel intensity. Oh, I mean, for sure. <laughs> we'll get some really intense people who'll be like, yeah. oh, small talk is boring me. Yeah, they're like... <laughs> I'm too good for this small talk. <laughs> I, uh, philosophers will do that. I usually. will just ask them if they've been in love before. I just, <laughs> when's the last time? Like, we could do another episode about love if you want. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That would be good. That would be good for sure. Well, listen, I, uh, this has been a great experience. I, I've enjoyed it, certainly. Um, and um, I hope you. it's been great for you. Yeah, thank you. So um, actually, you know what's funny? It feels weird for me to ask. Like I do this with everybody. I go, well, tell everybody how they can connect with you. I almost feel weird asking you that. Like, it's like, I feel like you wouldn't want that. Like, you'd be like, no, don't worry. Just, you know, <laughs> right. Whatever. Right. Just let them find so, me. 
so many of my parts are like that. I'm just like, you know what? I just came here for the day. I'm going to go now. Bye. Yeah. Um, <laughs> blessings on all of your lives. <laughs> um, yeah. And I definitely, um, I know people do want to connect. And so yeah. a great place to go is my website because from the website, you can go to all the other sites. Right. And I write a blog. Um, I'm traveling. I'm a traveling artist. So every day I write a blog and it shares my photos and my videos and links to all of my things. Um, so shawwild.com is a great hub. And you can find my songs, my blogs, my paintings, my yoga classes. I've got YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all the places where you want to go. I'm hanging out there. Although um, for my own sanity, I've been really stepping away from the Instagram and TikTok, where there's a lot of scrolling energy. Mm-hmm. It's not, it yeah. doesn't, it doesn't feel good in my body. Same here. So, I don't do any. I'm like, no, this is like, not no. good. No. Like the brain will be like, this is a good idea. And the body's like, I don't feel happy. And then I'm like, you're the boss. Okay. None of that. Exactly. So uh, I'm putting more energy into my own website, like my blog, yep. a place where I get to create art. And if you want to come scroll my blog, it's not, uh, it, it's very enriching versus yeah. distracting. Yeah. So come hang out on my blog, I guess. Come hang out there because you can read like, basically you're reading my journal and yeah. seeing all the stuff I'm doing. Yeah. And yeah. your videos That's... are really good. I, I, for everybody, like you're going to feel this intensity in the videos. It's in a very artistic way. But I think this is really good, this medium too, because then people see you talking like to another person with that intensity. And that's, totally. a, that's a very different vibe, but it's totally. still similar. You know? <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll do some more guest appearances on my show, bring some people in. Yeah. I... Also, um, just a side note, we shouldn't go into it too much, but I often get censored strongly. Mm. So just a few days ago, my YouTube channel was suspended Mm. um so i'm currently in the process of appealing that to see if they'll let it come back and if they don't then i will just quickly grow another one (laughs) right it's my second one that i've had to start so if i have to start a third so be it so that's also why for right now anyone it's safest to go to my website because if you try to find me on youtube and the channel isn't up and running right now or something it could be confusing yeah um yeah hopefully it will be up and running but the website belongs to me. No censorship That's there. Right. That's your <laughs> so... stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. You, for sure. Well, I mean, I put my stuff on YouTube and I, I mean, are they going to associate me with you because it's on YouTube? And they'll be like, no. <laughs> like, oh, right. No, no. It, it's uh, only my channel. It's nobody that knows me. It's yeah. like the plague. You've talked to her. Oh, dear. How could you? <laughs> You're done. Like, yikes. Yikes. Right. That well, this so is bad. great. This is great. So I think I am going to split this in a couple episodes and, uh, you know, obviously uh, I think it's worthwhile to have a part two here and uh, kind of release these, you know, one after the other. And then just people could see this. And it's hard to explain people. You got to watch it. All right. Just watch. Just enjoy. Just enjoy. Take it as whatever. <laughs> Shah, thank you so much. Appreciate My your time. Pleasure. You're welcome. Thank you.